Hi, this is Deborah Clay, author of Contemporary Fiction, and this is the Mindful Writer podcast. Each week, I chat with a guest exploring the psychological, emotional, and spiritual journey they have experienced as a writer, the lessons they have learnt and are continuing to learn. As I talk to other writers and reflect on my own experience, I hope to discover how we might find abundance in our creative pursuits, achieving our goals the mindful way. Today is the 14th of May at the time of recording this and it's a beautiful sunny morning here in the UK. It inspired me to go for a run this morning because I live by the sea and I I like to run along by the beach. The tide was out and the sun was up and it was glorious. Now when I'm running by the sea I often find that it inspires me and um, things that have been going through my mind during the week get more clarity. It's almost as though I'm having a conversation with my inner self or a greater power. Anyway, this morning's run, I was thinking about a film I watched on Netflix this week. It's Paycheck with Ben Affleck, a really exciting thriller. But as I was running, I thought it had a really good message in there. And for me, the message in that film was, when things don't go the way you planned and you're disappointed, trust that God or the universe has a better plan for you. Follow the signs and even when you don't know what they mean, they'll lead you to where you need to go. Now, of course, the film didn't make any mention of this, but if you listen to it, you might see the parallel that I drew. It just seemed as if that's what the message was. If I tell you any more about why I think that, I'll spoil the film for you. And it's really worth watching. Really exciting. Anyway, that's kind of a segue into introducing Camilla Fitzgerald because stories have been used for hundreds of years to pass on wisdom and learning. And in today's podcast, Camilla Fitzgerald reminds us of three stories from the Bible, which have powerful messages to help us on this writing journey. Why should we be patient when the universe or God seems to be taking too long to manifest our dreams? How do we overcome obstacles or move forward when we feel stuck? And why is it important to nurture, cherish and protect our talents, our special gifts? Camilla explains all of this using three Bible stories. The messages are inspirational and have helped me on this writing journey. So hello, Kamina. Kamina Fitzgerald, I'm absolutely delighted to welcome you to the Mindful Writer podcast because I discovered you through reading your blog posts. Um, The class is, the bell is rung and the class is in, you say it for me because I can't say it properly. What did you call it? Okay. Um, Hello, Deborah. Um, It's a pleasure being on your podcast today. And the main way I start my blog is the class is now in session. And then at the end, I'll say um, the the bell is, now I'm messing up as well, but um, (laughs) class is now in session and then the bell's rung, class dismissed. Excellent. And that comes from the fact that you are a teacher by career. You're, in fact, vice principal of a business school. Am I right? Um, I'm vice principal of a middle school here in North Carolina, and I was a business teacher. So you are correct. And so I look at not only teaching as being 
teaching a lesson, but also teaching life lessons. So my blog is really centered around sharing those stories to motivate and inspire. And I look at it as a, a lesson, everything that I write. And you've also written um, five books as well about life lessons, which I should give yes. um, links for in the show notes. You just tell us Thank a little you. about them. Okay. Well, mostly um, the first book I I wrote was a children's book um, called Bumper Stuckle Village, Patience is a Virtue. And I wrote that a long time ago. It has kind of a Disney, a Disneyland field of a girl who is going to be promised um, to someone. And she was worried about that because she wanted to marry for love. And she met someone and she wished she could marry that person. And at the end, she gets a chance to. So it was kind of a story if you if you want to read it. It's interesting because it's almost, it was interesting that she thought she was going to lose out on that opportunity. But through being patient, um, she ended up getting the desires of her heart after all. Um, I've also, oh, <laughs> oh, I've actually um, also wrote about inspirational stories different stories. They, they didn't have much rhyme or reason, I guess. They were more so about um, friendship, life, managing your careers, choosing your career. I write a lot of career-focused things because I used to be a, a workforce um, development person where I tried to help students understand their career choices and what they needed to go to university to make that career happen. So some of my things have a lot of um, helping you make decisions on the career front as well mm. as inspiration. I, I got excited, which is why you paused, because you could see that I was desperate to say <laughs> something. When you, yes. <laughs> when you were talking about the first book, the fiction book for children, um, you were telling a story about how the girl had to be patient and wait. And it made me think of one of the blogs that you wrote that really inspired me, which was Do Not Go Ahead of God. And the stories in the Bible teach us lessons through stories. And that, that's very interesting that then you're using a story as well to give a, give a similar sort of message. Now, I'm a very impatient person by nature. And I can think of several times in my life where I have gone ahead of God. I've jumped in thinking I'm being too impatient. I go to make things happen. And my good fortune in life has come despite me, <laughs> not because of what <laughs> I've done. <laughs> I'm set up on a path. And, uh, yeah. I mean, a classic example for me was when I desperately wanted to be an occupational therapist when I was at school. It's all I ever wanted to do. And uh -huh. when I got um, a letter from the clearinghouse saying, we suggest you seek another career because I didn't have the qualifications, that what I was studying weren't the right qualifications, I thought, right, that's it. So I left. I got a job in an insurance company. And then um, about eight, nine months later, I got a letter inviting me to interview for my college. And I didn't have yeah. the qualifications. Wow. So, yeah. I mean, the good, the good, I'll let you talk in a minute, but the good um, result from that, a little miracle did happen for me because I went for the interview, really enthusiastic and said, oh, you know, I really, really want to become an occupational therapist. And they said, well, if you go away and you get your um, the, these exams, would you come back next year? And I said, oh, yes, I will. And something went wrong with the admin because a week later I got a letter saying, as you have now got these qualifications, you're to start. Oh, wow. September. <laughs> and I never told them. 
but that was a long while ago <laughs> when the rules were different and I oh. went on the right path despite me jumping in so, wow <laughs> that's amazing that it, it ended up happening anyway even though you tried to um you know plan it yourself which I, which I mean that's the graciousness I think of God that sometimes we have the tendency to jump ahead and he still lets us get what we want anyway <laughs> tell me about the bible story that you used in your blog for that sure so with the don't get ahead of God story, I was referring to um, the five promises that God gave Abraham when he was promising to, you know, make him a great nation and give him a, a great land of promise. And it was certain things that he promised him. And Abraham was a person of faith and he he believed God, even if it seemed as if he was delayed. But Abraham's wife, Sarah, she, you know, wanted to help things along, especially when it came to her being a mother. She, I believe, was around 99 years old when she got pregnant. So, it, you know, and of course, we all can think that of how it can, she could be a little worried. Okay, I'm, I'm going to be a mother of, you know, many nations, but I'm 99. So she thought maybe she can, <laughs> she can help God along. And it caused a lot of heartache when she tried to do things herself. So I just talked about waiting on the promises of God, just from us reading those stories, hopefully it can encourage us to just continue to be patient and to wait um, because it's worth the wait whenever, you know, God promises things for your life. And sometimes even with Sarah doing that, in spite of herself, she still was blessed with Isaac. So, you know, I think that that still happens for us today. Like me, I tried to sabotage, but despite me, I still got what yeah. was needed. Exactly. So it still happens even now. And I've, I've been the same way with several different occasions where, you know, I would try to make things happen, but whenever, um, but then when I'm praying about it, and something better comes along, it makes me happy because even though what I did may not have worked, usually God can open a better door for me. So I've been grateful for that when, you know, at first you're disappointed, but when something else better happens, you're like, wow, I could have just waited on this instead of trying to force, <laughs> force the other situation. Absolutely. Um, I found that as well. And what has absolutely amazed me, particularly when I was around 40, when I was about 40 years old, was I was pushing myself along a career trajectory. You know, next job was chief executive and was applying for yeah. these jobs. And I thought that's where I need to go. And I was completely stuck in that thinking, that mindset. Mm -hmm. And I was disappointed and disappointed and disappointed. What ended up happening was something far better and greater than I could wow. have imagined that was much, much more in fitting with what what I could give it fitted mm -hmm. me and it was the right path and I would never have been able to imagine that in a million years it was it was wow. wonderful wonderful um blessing that came my way that it taken me on a different path and I think mm -hmm. sometimes we can get so frustrated can't we we think well why won't you give me yeah. what I want why because we don't mm -hmm. know what the plan yeah is. we don't know and sometimes like you said it's amazing how another opportunity will come in it's so perfect for you and you never imagined it. That happens a lot too. So I think if you know that can happen, then maybe that'll make you more patient because 
I think that, you know, that has happened to me before too, where, you know, God knows you better than you know yourself. So you can say, why didn't I get that job? I was trying to move up or I tried to apply for it. I'm qualified, but you can, another door can totally open that you did not perceive that can open. So I think that is always amazing when that happens. Absolutely. And timing. I mean, God's timing mm-hmm. isn't our timing. I say God. I also say God stroke the universe because some people yeah. have different sorts of faiths and mm-hmm. it doesn't matter whether you believe it's the universe or you believe it's God. Mm-hmm. It is having that faith yeah. for greater power. So, yeah, but the timing could be very different to what we think the timing should be, can't it? Very true. I've actually, um, in a recent study I was doing about um, the Kairos or Kairos time and that being a divine time. And I just, um, when I was younger, there was a pastor who wrote a book about um, God's appointed time. And, it, and it's talking about the Greek word kairos. And we know chronological time is when, like you said, I expect to just move up by two more years. I'm going to be here three more years. I need to be there. Um, but with, with kairos, it's usually an interruption. It's when, you know, I'm looking tunnel vision, but this ha- this certain situation happens out of the blue and I couldn't even imagine it happening, but it's perfect for me or it's causing me now to have to make a decision or see things differently. So it's amazing when you I believe you, there really is a such thing as a divine time that happens that interrupts your trajectory or your your goals for yourself. And then you have to decide, am I going to keep going you know, on the path I have for myself or am I going to step into this possible opportunity that I didn't? perceive happening and to do that you have to be open to mm-hmm. opportunities and different solutions if you get really wedded to one option this is the only way yes. for me you don't see other things that yes. come along your way that is so true very true there's a, <laughs> a message especially there for writers who are trying to get published because the reason that I um, launched this podcast to begin with because the emotional turmoil that authors go through yeah. as they try to get published it's a roller coaster of emotion so for, for many writers who would think to themselves right who, who are trying to get published and get turned down by agents and are trying to cope with rejection the frustration of that it's knowing that sometimes you have to go through that for a reason and one of the reasons can be that your writing hasn't matured sufficiently for you to be able to give your best. It might be it might be good enough. It might be better than many other writers, but it might be that you give yourself time to grow. What you're going to finally bring to fruition is much greater. And that might be where you need to start because otherwise you do yourself a disservice. So there's all sorts of reasons why things might be delayed. And we get so hung up on feeling it's a judgment or a criticism of us and affecting self-esteem. But there can be mm-hmm. all sorts of reasons why you need to wait. Yes, I like that. And that's very encouraging for you to say that because a lot of times you can think that you're ready for something or that you are at your best when really you're not. And a lot of times you won't stretch yourself if you're not rejected. Um, I think growth happens a lot when you are rejected. It just depends on how you um, interpret it and what you do with it. So I do like what you just said. And I think that should be encouraging for, you know, most of the writers or artists or anyone who is, you know, setting goals for themselves who and have been rejected to just 
Don't look at it like it's a rejection. Look at it as a growth moment for yourself to be better. And maybe that person rejected you. And then the next person is going to see your work and it's going to work for them. Mm. It's a bit like people waiting for the perfect partner. The younger people who want to fall in love. I I think falling in love is a bit like finding an agent to represent you or a home for your book. (laughs) The person is out there. You just haven't met them yet. Exactly. (laughs) Jump with the wrong one. You might not meet the one that's the perfect match for you because they may not be ready to meet you yet because there's something else is going on in their life. Exactly. They may have to have a person to break up with (laughs) or something. (laughs) Or they may be about to become an agent, but they're not an agent yet. And you're a perfect match. You've got to wait for them. Yeah, it was like, don't get ahead of God now or don't get ahead of yourself. Just wait until it all aligns and then you'll be glad you did. We're all part of something bigger and everything has to be in place because it's not just about us. It's about the people who come into our lives and being the right time for them as well as for us. Exactly. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Now, this goes on to another um, one of your very inspirational posts where you talked about um, Jesus telling Simon to cast once again his net into the sea. And I should get you to tell us a bit more in a moment. But it it makes me think about when somebody says to you, um, have you tried this? Have you tried that? And you think, oh, don't don't tell me. I know better Mm -hmm. than you. But sometimes that's what you need to do. You tell us your in your words. Okay, well, with that story, I was referring to when Simon Peter had been fishing all night and all day and he hadn't caught anything. And anyone who knows of Peter, he was a professional fisher. He he was a fisherman by trade. So he did it. He knew he knew everything that you really need to know to fish. So um, but when Jesus walked up to him and said, well, go out further, launch yourself out into the deep and catch net um Simon Peter was really annoyed and kind of like what you know you're telling me this is what I do and of course Jesus was a carpenter by um trade so he was a little annoyed but he said nevertheless at your word I'll go do it and he did it and he had so much fish that he couldn't contain it in the net so it's it's a lesson to me that we have to make sure that we make we make decisions not based on what we're comfortable with, um, that we don't make decisions based on our, our, um, I guess you could say study or maybe what we know, but be open to other suggestions, um, especially if what you're doing isn't working. <laughs> I think that's the main thing um, because no matter what I do every day or my professional job, if it's not working, I should be open to a suggestion or reflecting that hmm, maybe I should try something else. So mm-hmm. I think that was kind of my thinking was to just be mindful of, you know, I, for me, spiritual counsel and being willing to hear other perspectives. And isn't it interesting that you can get um, these suggestions or these little directions, for the most unlikely sources and unexpected times and mm-hmm. If you keep your mind open and you hear and you respond, Um, it could be something that you read. It could be um, a stranger saying something. It could be it could be anything. And it brings to mind when I was um, working as a management consultant and I had lots and lots of work and suddenly the work dried up 
And I kept on going out to try and find work, um, you know, going for bidding for work. It wasn't happening. It wasn't happening. I was so frustrated. And then somebody who I had worked with in the past, who had had no contact with for a long time, sent me an email out of the blue saying, have you seen the advert? They're looking for a chair of a safeguarding adult board in whichever council in London. And I thought, well, why would I do that? I don't think I'm qualified. Um, I wouldn't even think Mm -hmm. of doing that. I did. Not only did I get that job, but it then led into a 10-year career around adult safeguarding. I chaired five different boards. I wrote safeguarding adult reviews. Um, I became an expert on it. I wrote journal articles. It just was absolutely where where I needed to be. Um, But if I hadn't listened to that woman who happened to say to me, have you thought of that? And mm-hmm. I sometimes think that these people put there like little angels. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what. Yeah, that's exactly what I had. What I read in my book um, about the Kairos moment. It was just like that. You're you're looking. Things aren't really working, and then one little word or sentence or suggestion can just turn you upside down, and it can sound like what? That's nothing I'm qualified for, but. Like you said, you actually adhere to the Kairos moment or the divine appointed time and and they open up a whole nother career um, level for you. So that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And I, I picked out three posts, which I told you in advance. The other one was, I get it right this time, Samson and Delilah. Yes. <laughs> Tell us that one. <laughs> Okay, um, with that one, I've talked about the spirit behind Delilah, and I shared a lot of her characteristic traits that I pointed out um, as far as, you know, a person who looked good on the outside, um, a person that was very cunning and complimentary and flattering to to you, and just the, her, the traits of who she was compared to how she led Samson. Um, to finally share his secret, it just really stood out to me. So I just wanted to talk about those traits because I think it's still around today that a lot of us can think of times where we have been deceived by people that we never would have seen um, deceiving us or, and, you know, and it's just something, a lesson that I think even a child or an adult can learn from just to be mindful of, um, people in your life and people who come in, you know, come around you that you're not deceived. It's more so a story about deception and just being being careful about that, even in your own life, because of Delilah, she just looks good on the outside and said all the right things. <laughs> and you were telling in the story that um, again and again, she, she he would, um, Samson, would she she would he would catch her out that she was trying to cut his hair again and again and again but he saw what he wanted to believe and I think it's yep. the way that we fool ourselves because if we want to believe something enough we ignore all of our instincts just as I was saying that you need we need we, we were saying you need to be open to hear things and see things in the same way you can completely close off if you only see what you want to believe can't you you close down yes, that's so true I think that, you know, I can definitely remember times where I saw what I wanted to see. And you may have a family member or a good friend that are trying to tell you to be careful or, you know, do not see this. And it's amazing how we can trick ourselves. Um, 
even if you read my blog, you may still fall for it. So, you know, I mean, Samson was, was smart and he was anointed and, you know, he destroyed so many of the Philistines, but this one person came in his life who looked good on the outside and he liked her so much. He was willing to, you know, lose everything for her. So I just think it's important that we, we guard ourselves as well, because we all have something that is, you know, we can offer the world and we have gifts and we have to be careful that, you know, just be mindful that there's, there's not, not everyone is your friend or, you know, or means well for you. Mm, Absolutely. And as you say, we have special gifts. Every one of us is amazing, unique, um, and not to give all of that away, but have self-respect and belief and you owe it to others as well as to yourself to nurture yes. and cherish and protect your, your that, that special gifts that you have so that you can use them. Um, and it's when true. we give it all up for somebody who's not worthy and we don't listen, then, yeah. Other people suffer. Absolutely. As well as ourselves. Yes, that's so true. I always like to yeah. think of the best of people. I always see the best in them. And I can think of examples like that because it breaks my heart to think that somebody has let me down who I've trusted. So I go back to trusting them again. (laughs) Yes, because it's a bad feeling to get to a point where you don't trust anyone. It's, you know, that's a terrible thing to feel like I can't trust anyone because I've been hurt. So we usually try to see the good and, and isolate that event whenever we have been hurt or deceived by someone, Mm. but you know, we're human. <laughs> uh, I found it so inspiring talking to you and um, as I do your blogs. And I'm now thank going to be you. looking at your books as well, which I've discovered. Oh, thank you. As a one, I'm inspired by you. I didn't know, you know, your story. So I think that you've inspired me as well, especially since I am in, still in my career and trying to, you know, work hard and eventually get to the point where I can no, be like you. Oh, thank <laughs> so you. It made me feel um, better to know that I need to be open to, su- to suggestions and make sure that I'm not just seeing things through one way or through have a tunnel vision about things. Excellent. Thank you. That was Camilla Fitzgerald, a wise and wonderful woman. You will find links to Camilla's blog and books in the show notes at www.abrakdebra.wordpress.com. That's Abra, K, the letter, and then my name, D-E-B-O-R-A-H. So until next time, look after your beautiful self and trust the journey.